You're listening to the Fan Controlled Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. Your home for all things fan control. Up next, back to work with Leighton Batiste and Josh Makuga. Get your ear holes ready. It's time to get back to work. Nice clearing your throat there right before the mic came oh. on. Wow. <laughs> you can hear it. Um, I was just looking at uh, I was just looking at Ezekiel Elliott's um, uh, stats, if you will. Uh, what he, he, he walked? Night. He walked a hundred steps from his car to the stadium. That was like his only stats. That was his rushing stats. I was going to say, is that his rushing attempts? Is was his rushing yeah, attempts? Is. Um, uh, like leaving his car and getting to the locker room. Is that would that consider yeah. rushing stats? Or like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time he trotted off the field from a three and out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, Najee Harris yesterday in the the pitiful Steelers offense, and we can we're going to get into this in a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah, he was our number know. one receiver and our number one rusher because we stink. Uh, oh, anyway. stink. I had to wake <laughs> up at nine o'clock in the morning to watch that crap. I mean, <laughs> uh, Leighton. Yeah. Move to the West Coast and get in on breakfast football. Breakfast everything. Every sport is breakfast. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that. Like, I was looking at the Colorado-USC game, and I realized, hold on. It was a 12 o'clock kickoff over here. So they're playing 9 a.m. college football. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, sounds kind of premium. I'm not. It's yeah. It is awesome. Your whole day. You you wake up. Anyway, you wake up. You go right into football. On the East Coast, I remember like the first NFL Sunday when I lived back in the East Coast, or I was just back in the East Coast visiting my parents. I'm like, oh my God, I got to wait till one o'clock for this game? Dude. Yeah. NFL football starts at 10 a.m. You like have a breakfast burrito. Oh, man, it's over by one. You got the rest of your day. You can go play a round of golf after you're done watching golf. Oh, man, it's incredible. Nice, nice. Ovio Go says it best. Breakfast and beer, a.k.a. kegs and eggs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to work. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Back to Work. Uh, we're here every single Monday. The last couple of Mondays, we've done a live watch along with Monday Night Football. Uh, we're going to be getting back into those. Today is my wife's birthday, uh, so I am going to try and take her out to dinner tonight. Uh, we got a babysitter. Nice. Act like a good husband, Leighton, you know? Nice, nice. Maybe have like a We're martini. celebrating our anniversary tomorrow, so yeah. do a nice little, you know, foot massage. Yeah. Oh. That's for me. <laughs> I gotta figure out what I would do for her, but that's for me. I'm gonna get my <laughs> Leighton, big yeah. feet guy, big feet guy. Uh, yeah. Our our six year wedding anniversary was on Saturday, uh, so I've got oh, nice. two two major husband responsibility days in a three day period. I've got an anniversary, mm. a day off, a birthday, a day off. Like I've got, you know what I mean? It's it's it is it's intense in there. It's intense. <laughs> Yeah, that's intense. You know what I mean? All Some right, spa Obi-Nose. treatments. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Which means oh. we got a babysitter. Which means we both take a nap in the car before we. Get to say, that's that's nap time. Do we have at that's the bottom funny. of our hill? We live up on a hill, and at the bottom of our hill is like the last place where I get cell phone service before I start climbing the mountain and I lose service. Right. <laughs> so if I'm on a call, I'll be on a call down there, and I'll text the manager like, "Where are you?" I was like, oh, "I'm I'm on a call. Don't worry about it. I'll be up in a second. I'll say that the call ends at like." 3 30 really it ends at mm-hmm. 3 15 and i've got 15 minutes just take a 15 minute nap in the car before oh. i head up the hill nice you know, you yeah, know. That's, yeah that's how you do it yeah of course yeah obio ghost it. in the chat peanut in the chat good to see you guys uh good to see ray the, the the one and only um who's celebrating 
her anniversary. Ray and Lay tomorrow. Uh, Ovio Ghost, it doesn't get better. I, I wish I could be here to tell you that our Steelers are going to get better. But until we get rid of Matt Canada and figure out some way to produce offense, uh, we are in a lot of trouble. You know is there is there something against coordinators named Matt? Because at LSU, our defensive coordinator is Matt House, and we're ranked like 113th national. Right Offense is ranked fourth. Defense Ooh. is 113th. So I think it's something about coordinators named Matt something. Matt House, uh, Matt Canada, yeah. they all got to go. Is Matt LaFleur still in the league? What's he doing? What's Matt LaFleur? You know, Where's he? Coaching the Packers, right? Is he the head coach of the Packers? Is Matt LaFleur? Yeah, is that what I'm thinking? He's not doing he a bad that, job. He was on that, like, cried, <clears throat> you know, after oh, yeah. halftime. Yeah, 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 cried, yeah. All of a sudden, the Lions, holy cow. Yeah. No, well, Jay Spacely. Chase Basley, it's a good thing you brought that up because our first topic of today is: Do we apologize to Cowboys fans? Are we? Are do, do we now believe they're legit, or are the uh, the the Patriots that bad? Do they stink? Um, Patriots are that bad because I looked at the Cowboys schedule and all the teams they've dominated are not good teams this year. I mean, they've dominated the Giants, the Jets, mm -hmm. and the Patriots, but then they also got dominated by the Cardinals. So. I don't think this has anything to do with the Cowboys. I think they just have four bad teams at the top of their schedule and they decide to lose okay. one to a bad team. Wow. Wow. I saw something like everybody hammer Ezekiel Elliott on a, on an anytime touchdown. I'm like, absolutely not. No, no, do not do that. First of all, Bill Belichick doesn't run running backs or get players in for revenge. That's not his style at all. It, sure. If you've learned anything from fantasy football over the last 20 plus years it's that mm -hmm. bill belichick is not paying attention to your fantasy football team he oh. is one of the few coaches that throws to his stars all of the time especially in the red zone tom brady was the only legitimate person on the patriots year after year that you could you could depend on in fantasy other than that he's throwing and running guys you've never heard of a lot of times oh, yeah, of now and then, you know you a lot of them tried out for the team that morning <laughs> and made it yes yeah made it because they did their job that was it yes yes yeah yeah, yeah no i uh, think um this might have been the worst comeback of a player like returning home to their oh. former team this has to be the worst because i i even yes. looked up i was like man what was it like when Vic came back for the eagles and he came to atlanta i mean the dude had like two touchdowns a couple rushes yeah zeke had nothing so i, I think this is like the worst this has to be yeah. the worst uh, Freddie Amaral says, hey, guys, would have been here sooner if I knew we had a new showtime. It's okay, Freddie. Uh, we're going earlier. It's Amanda's birthday. I got to do some husbandly duties. Uh, next week, Leighton starts classes. So we're going to go back to our fall time, our fall winter yeah. time of 1 p.m. Pacific uh, for back to work. We'll, we'll send mm -hmm. out some announcements on social media. We also have a pretty fun announcement on Thursday. And then we have a big announcement next Thursday. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. If the app Hopefully. is in the app store. By mm -hmm. next week, Monday, Tuesday, that's what we're hoping for. It yeah. depends on Apple, Steve Jobs, satellites, mm -hmm. a, the alien that was in that Mexican court, um, Elon Musk, a Tesla mm -hmm. coil, the new Apple oh, car. They all a have real moon landing, together. all of that. A flat all earth. Of it. Yep. All that. Buzz Aldrin, yeah. the ghost of Neil Armstrong. Uh, shit. Ryan Gosling, I think, has to approve it. Clearly, Taylor Swift has to approve it if it gets a new Dumbledore. All of it. Yeah. Oh, the <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Sorry. Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, Dreamcatcher, and Gryffindor. You know, slick yeah. Sam Slytherin. He's got to get in there. He's got to do it. All right. What, know? real quick, what voice are you reading Peanuts comments right now? Like the, the, the two. Thursday. 
it's Jay Space right. said, hey, we're pro T Swizzle here. I'm pro T Swizzle too. I love her, but I don't it it's the fact that we're, we're the fact that the camera is going straight to Taylor Swift when a touchdown happens and not to the players who are scoring is insane. That's also that crazy talk to me. Crazy. Did you see my tweet? I put out my Taylor Swift tweet. It, it, it was really flat. good. It did. It felt, it so hey, sometimes crazy. the good ones fall flat. Sometimes the good ones fall flat. Really good. <laughs> really did. Yeah. yeah. I put in effort. I did the research and everything, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I and I appreciate you know uh, appreciate a good song lyric after a good song lyric into a good it's poetry with more poetry on top of poetry inside of an app that doesn't really appreciate poetry anymore. Layton, Not it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ovio Go says it right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. We got to get Taylor Swift one of the the sheets where she's out there going like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, this one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I I always thought. A really fun idea for a sports bar would be to that you know how like they have placemats or like underneath they sometimes they have under glass they like lay down pictures and stuff. All yeah. of those offensive play calling sheets from games past, put them on there, and so you're oh. Eating, like, oh, I wonder what this. This is John Gruden and as the Buccaneers head coach against the Raiders in 2002. Let's see what it was. And you're you're looking at all the. I mean, you could entertain yourself for days. Wait, wait, can you select like you could push the play? And then the, the play pops up in the middle of the table. That'd be cool. Like there's little screens there. Yeah. If it was the future, that sounds incredible. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that would be really cool. Like, yo, come in and check yeah. out. I would know? say just like the actual highlighted, uh, like the actual laminated document. Oh, yeah. Like, I was I was thinking total fan experience, <laughs> interactive dinner. Like, well, by the way, your fan experience is much better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is for readers, mine is for the microwave generation. Yeah, got it. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. what about like a digital chess? You're like, what if it was real people battling like Harry Potter? I was like, well, that's way better. Like, that's, yeah, like, that runs cool. awesome. How do you yeah. pull that off? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, OVO Ghost, they might as well sell her a headset with the play sheet. Oh, Afro's in the chat. Afro! Afro's in the chat. Look at these two. Uh, Pretty Emerald said, I remember a website that had mugs and coasters and stuff with famous football plays diagrammed on them. Oh. Like the, the immaculate reception, but it, it was probably like after the fact, yeah. so like the quarterback running back and forth and that David Tyree catching it on his head kind of a thing, you know? Yeah, it's probably going to be that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I ran the same offense in Madden 95 through 2006. It was just, I ran TE streaks or Joe, yeah. Joe Horn deep in Madden 2004 for the Saints was unbeatable. You couldn't stop him. He was mm. such a good wide receiver. It was I know you don't want to hear that because you're not a Saints fan. And yeah, okay. at this at this point, uh, you might not even be a Falcons fan. Uh, Are we getting into I, the Homer segment now? God, I, I feel like, I feel like we should, Leighton. I feel like I feel like this is where. Listen, there we are. Okay, we're angry homers. <laughs> Park, Dow. Yeah, just, <laughs> animation okay. is great. And I will. You know what, Leighton? I, I always go first because I feel like I'm angrier. The way our text thread was yesterday, just me and you as friends talking as if it's going to get better, trying mm. to convince ourselves that it it's might. Not. It's, it's not. not. Go. Take the floor. It's yours. yours. <clears throat> I'm off the Ritter train. I'm off. I'm done. 
I, I, I actually started looking at quarterbacks that are in the draft. I even looked at Penix, and I learned how to say his last name right because it's borderline penis. bad. Yeah. yeah, it's it's penis. It's real yeah, tough. and Shadora yeah. Sanders has a whole nother year. He actually has up to like three years of eligibility left, so I don't think he's going to be in the draft soon. Um, but I'm off of it. I mean, look, offensive play calling is terrible. I think Arthur Smith needs to be questioned. Interior line is bad. But the amount of just off-target throws and then two back-to-back interceptions, like I know the Jaguars are good, but in my head the Jaguars are never supposed to beat anybody. And I woke up at 9 o'clock in the morning for this. We went to Trader Joe's, bought pumpkin coffee. I put a little pumpkin-flavored creamer in it. Whoa! But I was smart enough not – Double pumpkin. But I was smart enough to Mm. not put on any Falcons gear. I didn't do it. So, yeah, I'm off. That's that's my rant. Well, you know, Leighton, we're four games in, okay? Mm-hmm. Four games in. Now, they're talking about, who's your backup? They keep talking about putting him in. Mm, Taylor Heineke? Yeah, Taylor Heineke. Everybody yeah. this morning, I was I was listening. Oh, is Taylor Heineke better than Desmond Ritter? I think it's one or the other. They're basically the yeah, same. I, I don't think I don't either one is. And it, it, what is crazy to me, and I say it every year, and it still doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. It, it makes I don't know how this is possible that there are only seven people on the planet that can mm-hmm. play this position at a high level consistently. There are flukes here and there. Yeah. Like, you know, Kenny Pickett will have an awesome game or Desmond Ritter will have an awesome game or hell Mac Jones might have a game here and there. Zach Wilson might have a game here. and there. Mm-hmm. There's still professional quarterbacks. They are the best of the best to not be good enough yet. Okay. And they're leading teams and professional offenses that there are only seven of these guys. Okay. Mm -hmm. And out of those seven, there's only really three that can lead their team to the Super Bowl at Mm -hmm. this point. Okay. Yeah. It is the only sport on the planet where one position determines literally everything, Everything. unless you get crazy lucky. And like the Steelers have two defensive touchdowns and they win a game 14, 13. It's the only way. Yeah. I just yeah. don't understand it, Leighton. I don't get it. I think we should start. I think quarterbacks are getting paid too much. That's the issue. We're paying them too much coming out of college. Mm-hmm. That's we, the issue we, that used to, we used to pay them more. <laughs> we used to have to pay them a lot more. Well, These we need to drop deals are like a deal now. And, and it's, it's at the point, Josh, where I'm not even – excited about Caleb Williams coming out of college. Like I don't it's I don't trust any right? I don't trust any of these quarterbacks coming out of college, honestly. I don't. I would rather let Aaron Rodgers heal and try him out again or go hit up a Tom Brady and say, "Do you still got it?" cuz there's just something off about the quarterbacks. It could be the fact that defensive players are just as fast, if not faster than some of these offenses as a whole. Sure. Um, well yeah, I'm just not excited, man. The quarterback situation sucks. It's awful. I mean, Goose Rocket, who I've never seen in the chat before, but that's a great name. It's a hell of a name. Joe Burrow. I don't even know if I put Joe Burrow in there this year. Joe Burrow is getting oh. paid. In, but also, I said it to my brother on Saturday, and he kind of laughed in the way that I said it. I was like, how long are the Bengals going to play Joe Burrow until his Achilles explodes out of his foot? Because it is every time he step back, I'm like, this is going to be the play. This is going to be yeah. the play. This is going to be the play. Uh, and... It, it, I don't think it's Joe Burrow's fault. Like he, he's just going to be an injury prone quarterback the rest of his career. And when he's healthy, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. And when he's not, mm-hmm. he's not. 
the same was true for Ben Roethlisberger. He got hurt all of the time because he wouldn't go down. He was big. He loved the night in Big Ben. He didn't take the sacks. But let me, I'll do my angry Homer segment. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. We were sold a false bill of goods, and maybe that's the problem with preseason football. Here we we were again. told Kenny Pickett was working all season, all off season. He looks incredible. Two gloves, it doesn't matter. He gets in real NFL games. He is throwing the ball so hard at the wrong people. He's not hitting end wide receivers. Our offense is run by a complete doofus. We have mm-hmm. no offensive line. He's running into sacks. He's trying to run away from sacks, but the offensive line aren't doing their job. We have one wide receiver he can't throw to because he's getting quadruple coverage. When the running mm-hmm. back is the best receiver or the highest that has the most receiving yards and the most rushing yards, and both of those totals are pathetic on a Sunday, that is a problem. Yeah. And then Matt Canada had the gall to call, keep calling plays and get Kenny Pickett hurt. And it looked a lot worse on the field, but apparently he'll be back in two to three weeks, which I don't know if that's a good thing, Leighton. He has a that um, friggin' Mitch Trubisky. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't uh, know how you survived this season. And by you, I mean Steelers fans. I don't, I don't understand. We're not, we're, this is really bad. There's bad. And then there's what we've got going on this year. Because guess yeah. what? If we keep winning games back and forth and we just get above 500, like I've been saying since the beginning of the year, and we get another mm-hmm. average draft pick and we lose out on guys like Caleb Williams and somebody like that to really be a, a franchise game changer. Because that's what we really need is we, we need a, th- a deep QB class mm-hmm. that where a few of the prospects are like can't miss. Okay. And I, I don't know if I agree and I can't miss. And I also don't know if Mike Tomlin has the ability to develop a quarterback if he doesn't hire the right offensive coordinators. Right. I don't know. But is that the NFL? And we might already be there. Is that the NFL we want where every team's just vying for the next best quarterback year in, year out? And that's it's a crap shoot. It. It's a crap shoot, too. If, it's if like, that's the case, it's going to be the Chiefs dynasty for a long They seem like the only team with a legit quarterback. I know they're dealing with. The Travis Kelsey and all that—they're going to be fine. Like they're going to be fine. Sure. Are we ready for that to be the Chiefs versus everybody else trying to figure it out? It sure looks like it, bud. It really sure looks like it because back when the league was a little more balanced and people ran the football a lot more. I mean, yeah, got like those Christian McCaffrey Sundays, like we had this past somebody. That doesn't happen too often, right? No. That's that's few and few and far between. And it used to be more possible back in the day, but. Hell, if you can yeah, run the football, running the wing T. No, <laughs> yes. And also, if you have a great running back, your window is so small. Look, dude, what is Travis Henry doing this year? Nothing. Derrick Henry, Travis Henry, Derrick Henry. Oh yeah, he's not yeah, doing okay. anything because yeah, the Titans yeah. stink, right? And mm-hmm. look at Nick, Nick Chubb just got hurt again. So the position, the position is just—it's the okay. You know in. You know in movies when a car is on a cliff, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's like, uh, uh, and the people in the car are like, oh my god, we're gonna fall! And then the dad jumps out, and the family gets out, and then the car drops off last second. That's the running back position. Yeah, that's the running back position. It's one person, it's one pebble away from the car falling up the hill and exploding. You know? Yeah, I mean, um, watching our game yesterday, that's what I'm afraid is going to happen to Bijan Robinson because we're yeah. we're getting to the point where. Our offense, downfield offense, is so bad. You know he's going to check down to Bijan, mm-hmm. and he's getting three or four guys coming at him 
at this point. Isn't yep. week one was one thing. Now he's he's just getting like smothered in the backfield, and it's I, we're one dimensional. Um, totally. I'm afraid we're going to be another one of those teams where down the drain goes a running back. So, and as much as I I I don't hate. I, I'm if they just make me nervous running quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson and mm-hmm. uh, like you see Josh Allen taking off on some of those QB sneaks and he looks incredible. But at the same time, what is the shelf life? They're always mm-hmm. hurt too. There's, there's not the only person that has pr- proven that the running quarterback over maybe the last 20 years has proven that the running quarterback could maybe sustain this is Lamar Jackson and he is a freak. Cam Newton couldn't sustain. Yeah. Mike Vick couldn't mm-hmm. sustain. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Deshaun Watson can't sustain. He's not good. No. Mm-mm. The Browns are, the Browns are really good against bad teams. They're really good against bad teams this year. Really. And truly. They're, right? they're the Cowboys. They're the AFC. There you go. Don't talk to <laughs> Kevin. I said that I'm going to be upset if you found out. I said that. I hate talking. I hate talking about the Browns. I used to love talking about the Browns and just, just destroying them. But Kevin's like a really good family friend. I don't ever want to like say anything bad about it. I really want but, y'all to do a family skit at Thanksgiving where the whole house <laughs> is in Steeler black and gold, right? Black and yellow. Just, and here comes Kevin. And, and you can literally hear like the spoon drop. Just mm-hmm. my little niece said, um, She's seven, eight, something like that. She's such, she's such a little sweetheart. And I, she, she was like, "Are you going to watch the Browns game tomorrow, Uncle Josh?" And I was like, "The Browns game? What?" She's like, "But Uncle Kevin's coaching." I was like, "Yeah, I know." Okay. Yeah. And Amanda was like, "You can't talk to a seven-year-old like that." I was like, "Oh yeah, right, right, right." I was like, "Okay." Right. Yeah. She's oh. like, "Well, the Steelers are my second favorite team." I was like, "What about when the Steelers play the Browns?" She's like, "Oh, I root for the Browns." And I was like, "Oh, oh. God, this is so good." Yeah. Yeah, Freddie Amaral said Kenny Pickett has a bone bruise, which uh, that's better than I guess Joe Joe Burrow's waiting to exhale Achilles tendon. Yeah, they should just sit him down, give up. Give up. Really, it just looks really bad right now. I mean, he does. Yeah. He's not healthy. He can't run. He can't go anywhere. It's he can't push off that back leg. There's no zip on mm-hmm. his ball. Um, you know, it's. Uh, Freddie Amrell had a question in here. Uh, I want to get to before we move on. And he said, There are only three QBs have thrown 100 plus passes and zero INTs as of now. Can you guess them? Well, I know there's is not that, picket. Is it NFL only, or is this a, like NFL and college football? I think this oh, is NFL. NFL. So this is NFL. Uh, let's, passes see. let's see. Let's see. Man. Geno Smith? Has he thrown one? Has um it's Jay's basically me on Madden. That's a really good end. Freddie Mill said it's Trubisky time. Hey Freddie, it's never Trubisky time. Ever. Ever. There's no Trubisky time. CJ Stroud don't have an interception. Gino has an INT. Well, CJ Stroud yesterday looked like Dan Marino in 1994 against us. We played him this week, and I think it's C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is one of the three. Wow, great call, Leighton. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see. Dak Prescott, does he have picks? He's got to have picks. I mean, did they not pick him off in that Cardinals game? I don't know. Oh, they're in the same division. These quarterbacks are in the same division. The same division as C.J. Stroud? No, the other two quarterbacks are in the same division. 
Oh, it's got so. Uh, oh, Trevor Lawrence doesn't have a pick. Oh, so is it Trevor Lawrence and Anthony Richardson? So they're no, all I in think, the same division. No, I think, I think Peanut's saying they're in the same division, but not the same division as CJ Stroud. I think he, as each other, not as Stroud. We got confused there. So, okay, they're in a different division. What division? Oh, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy, and uh, who's Gino the other? Uh, or no, Matt Stafford? No, Gino Smith. Oh. Oh, the quarterback of the Cardinals. Who's quarterback in the Cardinals? Who's Josh Dobbs. Dobbs. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Is it Josh Dobbs? Purdy and Dobbs. Purdy? Look at wow, that. Wow. Good job. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Here's we're clipping like, this. We're clipping this. Is, this is good. Here, yeah. Here is a mind blowing situation. Right. Mind blowing. Okay. okay. Put Geno Smith aside for a second. Geno Smith is playing fine in Seattle. Cool that he's making a comeback. Mm -hmm. I always liked him in college. I think he's got a good arm. I think he's got the best highlight of the season when he screamed, oh, my God, when Aaron Donald was running at him. <laughs> the Steelers have had Josh Dobbs as a third stringer or on the practice squad for three mm -hmm. years. And now yeah. he's in Arizona, and somebody finally gave him the ball and let him play. Instead, we had Landry Jones and Mason Rudolph and now Mitch Trubisky all just dangled, dangling around, just fingering each other's buttholes, trying to, like, wait for the third water bowl, water boy position. It is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I love – I. Sorry. Yeah, Did Jay's you see? Did you see the? <laughs> yeah, Josh, pause. Uh, yeah, did sorry, you see sorry. the graphic of um, who's quarterbacking Denver? Russell Wilson. Did you see yeah. the graphic? I think that they put out. It's like a cartoon of him, but it's the toilet yeah. bowl graphic. All right, talk. I'm gonna find it. It's really funny because my friends are like, honestly, I would have fought the graphic designer for this. That's how yeah. funny it is. So sorry about the butthole comment, guys. Uh, I just got a little passionate because. We let we let Josh Dobbs go, and I don't even know if Josh Dobbs is that good. But guess what? He's at least making Arizona entertaining. Yeah, and maybe true. and maybe it's Matt Canada's offense, and maybe we just I don't know. It just it just sucks as a sports fan that this entire weekend was a wash. And I know, and I'll leave you guys on the angry Homer segment at this because we want to talk about Taylor Swift, and then we want to talk about the Ryder Cup. But my Penn State Nittany Lions are the only thing that are really bringing me any kind of sports joy at the moment. And I know for a fact that the other shoe will drop soon. It will drop soon. We're going to lose to Michigan. Or we're going to lose to Ohio State. Or we might even lose to both. Right? Oh, OBO Ghost actually has a really good problem. Bring back Ben to call the plays. Bring Ben Roethlisberger back to call the plays. Ben's play calling was run around, don't get tackled, hit a guy on a 25-yard out, which worked a lot. And we were good. And at least you had faith that every time he took the field, we at least had a shot to win. Anyway, the, something's going to happen. Penn State, I'm telling you, it, you, I've seen this show before. I've seen this I've seen this time and time again. We get it, we We actually look really good this year. Our quarterback is fantastic. Our defense is on another level. We're going to lose. We're going to lose to Ohio State or Michigan or both. And, you know, we were tied 10-10 with Northwestern at half, and I was like, oh, no, it's the trap game. Oh, no, it's the trap game. We play bad against a crappy team. And then we won 41-13. Mm -hmm. So, fine. It's fine. Our defense stood up. It is what it is. Something's going to happen here, Lay. And, uh, and I – and because I know it. I, it's, I can't have – I can't have nice things, Leighton. It just – I have <laughs> – can I just have one thing? One thing. 
Let's talk about the Ryder Cup because that was the one thing I thought I had, Leighton. I thought we had a chance to win the Ryder Cup. Oh, no, that's the last thing we're talking about. Let's talk about – we don't have a graphic for you. Let's <clears> talk <throat> about Taylor Swift, okay? Let's just – Okay. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it because I think enough time has been talked about it, and I love Jess Samola, Ruthless Cutie's graphic here. This is absolutely fantastic. Look at that. The, oh, this yeah. Taylor Swift. That's, that's, that's hilarious. Rough. That's rough. That's hard. Work. Now, as Leighton knows, I met Taylor Swift – when she was 10 years old or 11 years old, some something of that nature. She did karaoke at a bar I worked at in South New Jersey at the beach. Okay. Now, I didn't know it was Taylor Swift until um, years later when, yeah, when a buddy of mine said, Hey, you know, that girl, that really annoying girl that used to do karaoke at Barney's or at, uh, at Henny's. And I was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, that was Taylor Swift. I was like, get the hell out of here. That girl that came in with her dad and brought her own CD. They're like, yep, that was her. That was Taylor Swift. Wow. Like, well, anyway, when Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift brought Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, who, mm -hmm. who I love Ryan Reynolds. Welcome to Wrexham's awesome. Blake Lively. Okay. They brought Hugh Jackman. See it. Okay. Fine. Great. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you, who else you saw in that box, but it was just like a who's who of who's who. And now it's just Travis. I don't. I get why we keep showing but she's not a foot player. When they score a touchdown, you can't go to the boot. You can't, you could go to their mom. You could go to the owner. I don't care about the boot. Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift. How is this a thing? Jay Spacely. It's a travesty. Here's the thing. I like Taylor Swift's music. I'll listen to it any time. <laughs> Take that Freddie. Well done. Jay Spacely. <laughs> I don't know. How what do, what do you think? What does Ray think? What is I get Amanda's like, oh Taylor Swift's at the game again. I get wanting to get the feet more have female you, audience. Have you seen that the TikTok of the guy he's in the military? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's how I that that's what I'm afraid part. of. Okay. Yes. That's what I'm okay. afraid of. Like I I'm afraid of these Swifties coming in and they're trying to own the football space now. Right. I mean, now if this is a marketing ploy for us for them to announce that next year's Super Bowl she's performing, cool. Greatest concept ever. Um, but yeah, no, this sucks. I, I'll be honest, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. And <laughs> really? their song, one of her songs that what, um, we will never, ever, ever get, that song's been stuck in my head all day, randomly. I'll go it's talk like to my friend, talk to your friend, talk That's to the me. That's the line. Wait, say the line again. How does it go? You go talk to my friend. Talk. I don't know. How, it's just about friend. I don't know the exact words. Okay, talk all right. That's that's friend. the exact talk line that's been in my head all day long. We... Dude, I'm telling you right now, her songs are bangers. Okay, her, straight up, they her are. songs are bangers. I heard her concert is great, though. I heard her concert yes. amazing. It's like a great yes. performance. I might have to. I'm go taking Layton. I'm taking nothing away from her music. I love it. I'm taking nothing away from her as an artist. Her, what she's doing, and she's crushing it, and she's like giving back to the communities, and she's like giving bonuses to all the people that work on a tour. She's doing three yeah. and a half hour show. She's playing all of the hits. She's doing a modern day Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know what it is. Don't... What is it? Go. It's NBA culture in the NFL because we're used to this in the NBA. Oh, Think about right. it. So that's I'm at the point. Now I'm at the point where it's like, is the yeah. NFL admitting that they're trying to tap into a broader fan base? by Ooh. highlighting more so because we do this all the time i mean there's still the the popular meme of cardi b she's jamming eating popcorn on the sideline and yep. you know the beyonce looking at lebron like that's fine mm -hmm. so i wonder if this is the nfl saying you know what let's be a little bit like the nba 
Yeah. Well, because Travis Kelsey is basically, I mean, even before Taylor Swift, which was there, those husband pranks are funny, you know, and I sometimes believe that those are all staged a little bit. Like, I don't Mm. know if they're good actors or what, but uh, they feel staged at points to me. Right. But, (laughs) but they are funny. I I get a lot. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The military husband, the first ever one that Mm -hmm. I think was real. That I think was real. I I think he was mad. I felt yeah, it. I think I think he was legit mad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, Tom Brady was the the matinee idol, and there's a mm-hmm. few there's a few Patriots like Julian Edelman and uh, who was the other one? Who was the other hot guy? Danny Amendola was he the other good looking dude? Julian Edelman. What was the other? Uh, Wes Welker was like kind of good looking, right? Like didn't girls okay. think Wes Welker was good looking? Um, okay. you had Cam Newton, kind of a matinee matinee idol kind of look, like really good looking dude. He was always stylish with his hats, you know? Um, oh, no. I talked to a friend that really didn't know Travis Kelsey was a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Well, he's, he's well, not. He's a Super Bowl winning tight end. He's a Super Bowl All winning. right. We'll handle this after the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but, but. In my own home. In my own home. Okay. <laughs> Travis Kelsey is kind of like border crossing, you know, uh, into mainstream prime time everywhere he goes. People know who he is. He's a really good looking mm-hmm. dude. Uh, he's huge. He's got a great personality. He hosts a gigantic That's podcast, true. right? Like he is a media darling. We get yeah. that. I so give him this, credit. this partnership does not surprise me. And the fact, and mm-hmm. like how he made his move is at like, is a hell of a move by Tra- Travis Kelsey. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, it's not the track and it's not the Taylor Swift is like trying to take football. I, I j- the only problem I have is that right after the touchdown, they cut to her in the booth. Yeah. Cut to the players, cut to the quarterback, cut to the coaches, yeah. cut to the people that have actually put in time. You ever, this happen. It's like those funny skits where like the team gets that superstar player and they're like, all right, what's the rule? Pass the ball to will. I think that's what's going on now in the production room was like, all right. Yeah. A sack. Taylor Swift, you know, interception, <laughs> yeah. Taylor Swift, you know, totally. yes. fan runs on the field, Taylor, like whatever yeah. it is, just there's yeah. a Taylor Swift button now. So yeah, there's a Taylor Swift button. Yeah. The, the funniest will be, and, and I was talking to, to a friend about this is, can you imagine in Madden 2024, Travis Kelsey scores, they pan to a Taylor Swift in the boot in like a, that box. would actually be a great feature though. That'd be awesome. That'd be a great feature. I would love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that. Um, Okay. Last uh, uh, thing I want to ask you about NFL Sunday is, okay. did you happen to watch any of this Toy Story broadcast? Did you watch any of that? Oh, of course I did. Yeah. I and what did you And what did you think? I I want that for fan-controlled football. Start I there. do too, immediately. And yes. I, I want that to be a real feature on Madden. I would play a full game on sure. there. Sure. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Of course, I made my Kyler Murray joke because <laughs> it was yeah. it was a hanging fruit. But yeah, yeah, that's really it. Like, how did I went on the the first account that I saw with showing the Toy Story broadcast was better, uh, Jake Paul's company, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I went in there. I was like, oh man, there's not enough. There's no Kyler Murray jokes in here. Like as soon as I saw it, I was like, there's Kyler Murray. Like that's the joke, right? Yeah, that's the, that's, right. that's the obvious joke right there. So I went in the better comments like there's no Kyler Murray jokes in, and I got all these comments back like take it easy man take it easy that's not fun like wait what this really is better 
You guys are, yeah. this is like joke central. What are you talking about? So then I went to our place of, of hilarity and boom, there you had it. That's Layton. You knew it was right yeah. there. It's, it's oh low God. hanging fruit. It's right there. If I think, if he was playing, I would have made that the first game. We do it. Yes. Yes. I would have specifically had his run out. Like, all right. Mm -hmm. In time for the Kyler camp. Boom, yeah. there it is. <laughs> I said it. I said him. I said to Amanda, I was like, man, this is some low hanging fruit, and it's not low hanging enough for 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 Kyler Murray to grab it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! My little arms, my little legs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I, I think it's cool. I want them to do it with more movies. You know, I, I yeah. think you know, a bunch of Spider Mans, a bunch of like Mar little Marvel guys out there, a bunch of little mm -hmm. Jedi's with lightsabers running around. Oh, that would be really cool. Right? Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a yeah. yeah. I'm gonna just leave it at that. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say this, and it's totally unrelated. It's, it's in the movie world or whatever, but I think you'll enjoy it. Look up the uh, the the trailer for I think it's Silent Night or okay, it's not. It's not the it's it's a it's a Joel Kinnaman movie. It looks kind of like Peppermint, but it's a Christmas movie, and it's like it's like Christmas movie meets John Wick, and John Woo directed it. Check it out; it looks pretty. Sick. Is is this the? I don't know. I see something with a, a Santa holding an axe. Oh, that's from 2012. Okay, that's yeah. No, no, no. I, it's it's an action movie. It, the trailer just came out today. I think I just saw it on Twitter. Oh, okay, all right. We got uh. We got two more uh, topics to get to. Next one is um, Trent Dilfer needs to calm down. Okay. Yeah. Dude, the yeah. dude just needs to calm down. Okay. Total deal. It's a dude I'd like to fight. That's what we're calling yeah. it. That's what we're calling it. Yes. He's I dilf. have been called. I've been called <laughs> neither a dude I'd like to fight or the other deal for thinking. Oh, uh, nice, nice. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but. Yelling at your coaches, yelling at kids in high school games, freaking out. It's not 1965. Okay. Yeah. It's not 1970. It's not like this isn't high school football where water was for the week and we all watch Remember the Titans. And I kept thinking to myself, one of those kids is going to die. They're out in the hot and they don't have any water. They're yeah. going to, one of those kids is going to get killed. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's how you die of heat exhaustion, dehydration. Kids do that. Okay. Trent Dilfer. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Trent Dilfer has a has a Super Bowl, correct? Was yes. that was he the right? Trent yeah. Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Was he the one with the with the um, Ravens that won it on defense? Was that Trent Dilfer? Yeah, yeah. Was that yeah. Right. Yep, he has yeah. a Super Bowl. That was him. Okay. Uh, and and. But Trent Dilfer is not the one that does the Elite 11, correct? That's not Trent Dilfer that does Elite. That's no, I don't Trent. Think so. Anyway. Can we as people, if you're a coach and you're a dad, just stop screaming at kids. It does nothing for them. Yeah. As a kid that has a kid has been screamed at in multiple sports that I no longer play. I never liked playing those sports for those coaches ever. Never mm -hmm. liked it, ever wanted to play it. I understand like telling a kid, like really trying to help them, correct them, but yelling at him doesn't get anything. And as a dad now, when I yell at my daughter, I feel really bad about it. Mm -hmm. that, you know, you got, you got to talk to them. You got to be like, it's, it's a, it's a, it just has to, it's a constant thing. But, but screaming at your coaches and, and players on the sideline does nothing mm -hmm. for them. And you know what it does, Leighton, and you can see it happens immediately. It goes viral and it does nothing for you. Yeah. 
Well, I think it's like the um, although it's a different situation, but do you see what Nick Saban said about like the Dan Landing video before the Colorado game? No, uh-uh. no, he was like, well, so Saban was basically saying like, look, like there's just certain things that should be for the media and certain things that should stay in the locker room, and I think that's how coaches need to be. Coaches should be mature enough to say, I'm mad at this athlete right now, but I'm not going to chew you out, or even my my coaching staff, I'm not going to chew you out in the stadium. Especially right. if I'm coaching for a Division One program that's playing a nationally televised game, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. Yep, that's simple. Keep it in the locker room, and if you're in the locker room, don't have AB in there Facebook living after a playoff game. How's that? Yes, it's pretty yeah, pretty easy rule. It's Jay Sacy asks a pretty solid question. Can we text in all caps though? Asking as a future dad. Yes, texting in all caps is mm-hmm. totally allowed. Totally allowed. Nine hundred percent. All right, and finally. Leighton, you texted me about golf this weekend. Oh, so mad. I was so mad. Okay. And I'm I, yeah. you know what, man? I, I appreciate you watching the Ryder Cup because mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't see first of all. I didn't. <laughs> you, you like that? These are so, all like I, I think I intentionally don't look at these before the show so they can surprise me. Yes. And this is fun. Good job. <laughs> good job, Jess. She's good. She's good. She's good. She's good. She's really good. Um I, you, you texted me, how does Europe get to build a super team and how is that fair, right? Mm -hmm. All those countries, all those people versus the United States. Now there's been a lot that has been said. We haven't won on European soil since 1993. Um, They've, they've been better at the Ryder cup than us in the last 20 plus years, but the last couple of times in the U S we've smoked them. Um, It is a very, it is a very home field advantage tournament because it's a sport that doesn't deal with hecklers all that often right it's a sport that um you know players play in relative anonymity and they don't get yelled at and Mm -hmm. every now and then they'll get you know like brian Harmon during the the, during the british open they heckled him a little bit because he was american and like you know he was from georgia like Mm -hmm. uh, but but when they go to Europe and the, those fans are booing them and they are getting heckled for 18 straight holes and every shot that they hit is bad and every shot that the Europeans hit is good, it gets to them. And they mm-hmm. came out of the gate so slow, Leighton. But your question is why, do they, why does Europe get to build a super team? Well, back in the day, it used to just be Great Britain and Ireland versus the United mm-hmm. States. And it was close at first, and then the United States got really good at golf, and Great Britain and Ireland were getting absolutely just trounced. And they decided to let the all of Europe in, I think in 1979. It might be 1981, but I think it's 79. And then okay. it became a very competitive thing when Sebi Ballesteros was inter- introduced, the Spanish guy, and he brought some passion into the Ryder Cup. And then it became heated mm-hmm. and heated and heated and more heated and got even more heated. And then the Tiger Woods era and then uh, Europe even dominated. Tiger Woods has a losing Ryder Cup record. He's not good in the Ryder Cup. He's not. Really? Oh, hmm. got absolutely smacked. Like he would win singles matches, but he never won any of the yeah. team matches. And it is no, so okay. they, they they built this European thing. Now I will say this. I love the Ryder Cup. I get so excited for it every two years. I mm-hmm. live in dude. I wait, I stayed up all night on Friday night. I stayed up all night on Saturday night. I stayed up. I, I mean, I watched as much of the, the golf as I could before I like my body just shut down and I fell asleep. Okay. Cause okay. I was having to it's it's a lot of golf and it I tried to DVR, but I don't do well in DVR sports anyway. I'm I'm very tired today, is what I'm saying. <laughs> we came out we came out of the gates, Leighton. And we mm-hmm. were down. It's like an NBA game, and and the 
they we were down 30 to 3 in the first quarter. I mean, I, I'm 30 oh, to 3, okay. I think would be right. It's like if you score 12 runs in the first inning, or if an NFL team, not even 28 to 3, Leighton. And I know that's a sour subject for you. I apologize. Ow. Okay. I'm not gonna, okay. Not no, even 28 to 3. This is like 35 nothing after the first quarter. Okay. And we didn't, we didn't, we had a chance on Sunday to, to make a, a charge, but in the end, just couldn't get it done. All of our stars played bad. We weren't making, they, the Europeans just had it all. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it boils down to this simple thing. They want to beat us way more than we don't want to lose to them. That makes sense. Do you know what I do? You know what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah. We see that in sports all the time. That makes sense, right? Where one team is like more, they treat you more of a rival than you treat them. One hundred percent. It's like yeah. Pitt has a chant against Penn State, and Penn State never thinks about Pitt. That's how I think about things, right? Like mm. who who yeah. does that? When I see an Ohio State or a Michigan fan, I'm like, oh man, Ohio State. And they're like, oh, did you go to Michigan? I'm like, I actually went to Penn State. Like, we don't really have a rivalry. I'm like, well, in my mind, we do. <laughs> Yeah, I hate you. Yeah, yeah, trust me. Yeah. But we always lose to you. We always lose to you. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, there there are many different sports like that, but for the most part, when we go over to Europe, it just seems like the European team enjoys each other more. They play as a team better. They mm -hmm. have each other's back more. And all of the U.S. team is more of like a 12-man a, a individual. We're going to play our golf and hope that we win. Our, there's no rah-rah speeches. They don't like that stuff. I... Dude, we we need captains. We need people that get in there and be like, "This is for like this is for your country." And none of us, like, I don't think any of our players really treat it like care. Dream team. Yeah, treat it like USA in the Olympics. Like, hey, we we gotta win this. Like, this is this is our thing. This is our thing. We gotta beat them. Let them know who's boss. Hmm. I want I want a a I want like almost like a training camp, right? Like they go mm -hmm. and they go over to Europe for like two weeks and they get to know one another and they have team building exercises and maybe they play a couple of tournaments in Europe together or they bring over, you know, uh, our like some other players. And there's honestly like there's a play in system to it. OK, so here's how it works right now, Leighton, is that there's a point okay. system over a two year period. There's a point system that keeps going. OK, and. Okay the top six guys get an automatic bid in this point system. That's a very arbitrary point system. Different tournaments have different point totals that mm -hmm. you can earn. And there's mm -hmm. too much, too much points are weighted on majors. Okay. What I want is, okay. If you're going to give the top six guys automatic births, there has to be a certain number of tournaments played the major, like we have to redo our point system and we have to, because going into this, our guys were kind of cold. Some of our guys weren't playing very good golf. I think what, what could be really cool. Is if the top, if we redo the point system, then top six guys get automatic picks. And the next six guys mm. have to play in a 30 person tournament like four weeks before the Ryder Cup. So you have to get 30 guys or 20, even 20 guys or 18 guys, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And they are playing against each other in a three day tournament. And they, they have to play their way onto the team. Now you're probably saying to yourself, well, Josh, they already played their way onto the team. They sort of did. But they played their way into their team, like by accumulating some points in in recent. We need some. We need like a a real. I see what you're saying. You like, know what I'm saying? I'd like, rather the I'd rather the top half be like the top, and then Correct. I'd rather the bottom half of the team be the guys who just like 
you grind it out. Because sometimes you need that group of just grit guys that had to go totally. through the extra barrier. Because by the time they make the team, it's like, yo, I, I don't know if I'll ever be here again. Right. So now right. us 12 can – that makes so much sense. Okay. Right. I can buy that. Right. And, and you've got right. these six guys that earned their way onto that team through this crazy tournament and the mm -hmm. other guys are like cheering them on and they're having these like you know it's and it's it's a made for tv event man it's like hey well, play I'll into the rider two cup things. two things one thing about the docu series you could build around that that'd be amazing yeah. for the fans to watch yeah but two the inter squad like tension like you know we're the top six guys all right so whatever so like they'll probably go to practice they'll compete against one another iron sharpens yeah. iron yes. and now we go against europe and i'm just letting out everything i want to put out on my teammate yeah. and do that to you. Yeah, that makes sense. And there was there was a big to-do about them not getting paid. They don't get paid for the Ryder Cup. It's a, okay. it's, they go there for the love of country. Um, but imagine if they did pay these guys to keep them happy and they went over there for like three weeks and had a like legit tournament, a training camp, like Miracle. Like Miracle. Mm. Yeah, that's what right? it sounds like. Because guess what? The top 30 golfers already make the tour championship. So of those guys in the Ryder Cup, those are the top 30 anyway. Yeah. Right? Okay. So of those top 30 guys, hey, you you want to make the Ryder Cup team? You got to make that top 30. And then of that top 30, six automatically make it. The top six guys automatically make it. And then the next six guys play. So the next 24 guys play for six spots. Mm -hmm. That's that that is not that out of the realm of possibility. And then Leighton, the tour championship actually becomes relevant because yeah. nobody cares about it now imagine that is the top 12 dudes at the, at the top six guys from the tour championship make the Ryder cup team of the next 24 six dudes have to play their way under the Ryder cup team now those guys like you said iron sharp iron those guys are going at each other it is a no holds bar tournament and then they mm -hmm. go straight into the Ryder cup two weeks later having earned that spot and they are so ready to beat europe like we are training them in their head. That's a narrative. Is yeah, that's a narrative I can get behind. I think right. that's the issue in sports. A lot of sports, they're losing narratives, right? So that's something I can get behind. It's like, yo, this is about the top guys being the top guys, and they have to go represent us. Like this makes sense. And then there's no there's no controversy. It's like, oh, his captain's pick was like the 19th ranked guy in points, but he's really good in Ryder Cups, and he's and he's got a lot of passion for the team. How about the guys that just play awesome golf and want to yeah, go in there? Mm -hmm. now you've got like you said dude every four years the olympics you may never go again mm -hmm. you may never that's go real. again well that's what i like about the olympics though i obviously yes. outside of the basketball team every other sport they're not selected like think about how many races all the track stars have to go through and all the competitions yes. even on hockey like that makes sense so yeah we should i think usa sports across every sport like we need to have one standard of how we're going to pick our athletes and it should always be the gauntlet like you have to yes. go through the top you have to be the best at the sport i don't care if you're the biggest name what you have to be the best at the sport always yeah you want to uh, you want to compete at the highest level you got to earn it i mean mm -hmm. hell if michael phelps went to the u.s olympic trials what they mm -hmm. have you got the top two swimmers in each event make the olympics top two mm -hmm. two people it's all that can go to the Olympics in each event. And then you've got four to six people. You've got alternates for relays and stuff like that. But they're not competing in the individual sport. So imagine if Michael Phelps, the year in the Olympic trials where they thought, oh, he's going to win eight medals, he's going to win eight medals, went to the trial and came in third. He doesn't get to compete in that event. So that dream is yeah. over. That's, that's how the sports work. Yeah, it's sick, right? Yeah. Like, hey, 
guess what? I had a pretty rough year on tour like this year, Justin Thomas, right? He, but for all intents and purposes, he had some passion in the Ryder Cup. He won his singles match, but everything else was trash. He was the mm-hmm. lowest strokes gain in the tournament out of 24 guys. He was the worst player and he was the one of the more controversial captain's picks. He was like 73rd in, in the FedEx Cup points. He wouldn't even have had a chance to make the team. Mm. You want to make that team. You got to earn that effing spot and you got to make that team. You got to yeah. earn that shit. Remember the most, the most tragic part of Miracle in that movie was when that really likable guy, Ralph Cox. Remember mm-hmm. he comes to the office and he's like, Ralph, if I could have 21 guys on the team, I would. And he's like, I know, coach. He's like, I'm sorry. I got to let you go. I mean, that's fucking heartbreaking. No, but but you, hey, those other two dudes, they were a family. They won that gold medal. And guess what? We mm-hmm. haven't had a team like that since. It's, it's a proof. It's a proven shit. It's yeah. proven. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting an argument from me on that one. I get it. I agree. And now, Leighton, going into it, we look at these like, we have all of these pre-produced segments. If you guys remember, we had a hard knocks for like the Ryder Cup and we got the, the people qualifying for the Ryder Cup and we went in mm-hmm. and we followed them as they were getting ready for the Ryder Cup and like showing the rah-rah speeches and getting all this shit. And now, now we're, now we are 3000 times more invested in this. Yeah. That's all we want is access. Listen, if you want, if you Do want to keep the making same- them, go ahead. Do we need the same thing for team USA baseball? I mean, yes. I know like we, you get my point. Like, I know we're just yes. in the championship, but still, like, yes. I no longer feel confident about Team USA baseball. In nobody anything. can, nobody, yeah, nobody, nobody yeah. does. I, I think that would be effing awesome. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, we said we weren't going to do an hour show, but here we are. An hour. Here later. we are. We just had a lot to get off of. <laughs> so we, had a, we really did. We really did. Um. Hey, we're back to work. Uh, we're gonna next week will be 1 p.m. Pacific, and then we're gonna start doing more live events as the app starts going live. Tune mm-hmm. in the fan control show on Thursday, 2 30 p.m. Pacific. We're gonna have one announcement, another announcement next week. Hopefully, a mm-hmm. new live app. We got new live stuff. I mean, I, I October, November, and December are gonna be pretty lit with right. live stuff. Yeah, uh, probably gonna make a trip to Atlanta and do a week of content with with Layton, whether it's top golf, bowling. We'll figure it You're out. Welcome. Maybe get some fans uh-huh. involved. And then we're going to have some announcements for 2024. There's a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. So thank you all. Uh, we appreciate everybody in chat. It's Jay Spacely, Freddie Airmail, OVO Ghost, Peanut. Thank you guys for always for being here. Uh, Ray. Oh, thanks. Happy birthday, Amanda. Happy birthday to my wife. She's amazing. Um, and uh, thanks to Taylor Swift, really and truly. Thank you so much for all that you do for sports. Um, yeah. Just and- a legacy of just... This has been a presentation of the fan-controlled sports and entertainment podcast network. If you enjoyed the show, leave a review, subscribe to this network, follow us across all our social media channels, and tell everyone you know that the future of sports is here, and it's fan-controlled. L.F.G. L.F.G.